Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show and a very happy new year to you. It is the first day of 2020. A decade is over. That's every, all everybody is talking about at the moment. The best of the decade. The best of the... I mean, Jesus Christ. Who cares? Who cares? That's my opinion on it. I'm looking back at all these videos of highlights from the last decade. Was anyone really thinking that, you know, oh my God, this is the end of this decade? I don't know. I think it's just something that they make up in the news and on the social media and all that stuff. Who cares? It's Wednesday. Let's not all be thinking about, it's a new year. What am I going to achieve? What are my goals? What did I do with my life last year? Good question. As you can hear, I'm probably a bit nasy again, but I'm actually out the other side of recovering from cold number two. I think the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that cold number one never actually left. And uh, I don't think it was a cold. It's obviously some kind of a virus or flu or something. But man, did it hit me for six. Is that what they say? They hit, hit me for six. Whatever. In Portugal... In Portugal, where it was a lot warmer than it is in Ireland, in Portugal, and I get the bloody cold again. I literally had to stay in bed for, like, didn't get out of bed, did not move from the bed for a whole day. Because I know when we all say we're sick, I'm like, oh, I'd stay in bed, blah, blah. I actually never do. I end up, you know, doing bits and pieces. But I genuinely stayed in bed for a whole day when I was in lovely Portugal. But what are you going to do? I'm out the other side of it. And that was only, what, three days ago? Um, I'm feeling a lot better today and I'm just trying to eat healthy and sleep a lot more. I reckon, I reckon, I know they say that you need eight hours sleep a night. I reckon I need at least ten. I'm not going to lie to you. At least ten. I reckon most of us aren't sleeping enough at all. I was reading uh, uh, or was YouTubing something there recently where uh, the guy in it says that, I think it was a big business entrepreneur no he, he was a big business guy who had this he was an entrepreneur who started this massive company and they're always hiring the best new young talent and one of the things that they want proven in the interview with every candidate that they get for a potential hire hiring of somebody they go for the new young talent they want to know how much you've slept isn't that mental? They want proof of like how much you're sleeping because they know scientifically if you're not sleeping enough, your brain is not performing on a high enough level for what they need in that company. And when you think about that, it's just like, yeah, am I getting enough sleep? Am I? I should be sleeping enough so that when I have to do something, I'm firing on all cylinders. My brain is like, ding, 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 sharp. So maybe that's my New Year's resolution, which would probably be an odd one. 
But my New Year's resolution will be to sleep more. <laughs> Lots of people are talking about diets and the gym and eating healthier and doing their meditation. I'm going to sleep more. I, that's what I'm going to do. That's my better... I reckon if we forget all, all the things that are supposed to be making us healthier from our mindfulness to our... Um, to our exercise, our running, or trying to train for a marathon, or lifting weights, or taking up a hiking up the mountains. I reckon if we all just forget about all those things about going out there and doing something or having to do this big change, how about you do less? <laughs> That's a good goal, man. I think we should we should all genuinely think about it. do less, sleep more, and see how life unfolds on a daily basis see how you don't take anything more on in your life but see how you're doing it better maybe that's 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 not even a change that's doing less so you can be better at what you're already doing that's a good fella jesus i should i should i shouldn't be putting this out in the podcast i can sell this somewhere i could be some sleeping guru that'd be good wouldn't it no more of your whim half fucking swimming around in ice cold water or breathing techniques <sighs> nah just sleep more by don't get out of bed. <laughs> That's my philosophy. I start my own app. <laughs> so yeah, Portugal was great. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I have my qualms about it. I love Portugal. I love Lisbon. It's a stunning, amazing city, but it's... I can't say this too loud in case the family hear me. But in my head and my heart, it's not a Christmas city. And they made the effort. They made the effort. The place was covered in Christmas lights and it looked beautiful. But it wasn't cold enough. It wasn't cosy enough. And there wasn't enough drunk people around. Now I know that sounds controversial, but genuinely, I went to two, three family Christmas things over there. I did not see one drop of alcohol. And I'm not condoning people going and getting drunk all the time because you know how I feel about it. That's not necessarily a good thing. And I'm not somebody that goes out and gets drunk, blattered off their face all the time myself. I rarely do it. But I like to be in the presence of people that are doing it. That's Christmas. So when I'm over there and there's nobody fucking drinking, I don't see a drop of alcohol anywhere. It makes me want to get off me fucking tits on behalf of all the people who are not drinking. I went to one party after one after midnight mass on Christmas Eve. This is what we do. We all go with the family together, which is like my missus' extended family is like 66 cousins. We go back to the, the grandmother's house, who she's since passed on, but it's, a, it's, a, it's like walking back in time going into that house. It's an amazing place. Ancient, old wooden floors and wooden doors and uh, the steps going up are wooden and, you know, it's, every, everything is wood and big, massive paintings the size of the high ceilings in there that are obviously at least, you know, probably 100 years old or something. The place is ancient. And you go in there and you think, Jesus, this will be a great spot for a piss-up, a shindig. And I swear to God, they opened the free. I asked about a beer. I asked. I had to. Imagine having to ask. Imagine that. I had to ask about a beer. And they went, oh, yeah. Do we, do we have beers? Do we have beers? What the fuck? We go into the fridge and they didn't have like I love Sagres, which is the Portuguese beer. But they had Sagres minis. Minis! Who the fuck do you know it's in our like I know in the States they have like the small can you know the can of Coke size can of of beer in the US. I mean they don't even make them in Ireland. They do for the fancy IPAs which are higher in in, in um 
in alcohol percentage, but like these Sagres minis, they're not even cans. They're bottles. They're smaller than the cans. There's only about 12 of them there. I drink that myself and I'm not even a big drinker. Then Christmas Day, which was lovely, loads of presents. And get, don't get me, I'm not complaining here. I'm just saying. It felt like there was something missing. <laughs> the next day, Christmas Day, lovely. Went over to the, the, the in-laws' house. All the presents, spoiled rotten. Everyone was spoiled rotten. I got spoiled rotten. And uh, they were delighted with the presents I bought them. I was delighted that there was presents for me to have given them. Because <laughs> obviously I didn't do anything. My other half said, this is from me and Stephen. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, thank you so much, Stephen. You're very welcome. <laughs> I had a clue what it was. But I got spoiled rotten, loads of presents, and enjoyed that morning. And they had a lovely brunch that morning. That was that was nice. It was more of a, it was a, I would say, continental breakfast in style that you would have uh, in a hotel. You know, you can have your Irish fry or you can have your continental breakfast. Now, I knew that was going to happen. And that's fine, you know. And that is absolutely fine. I knew that we wouldn't be having, you know, the traditional Irish breakfast of the Christmas morning. That's grand. Get over it. I had been geared up for that. What I was not geared up for was then later on going to another member of the family's house to have a, it was like an afternoon tea type vibe thing. And then our family realized, oh yeah, they're not having a meal here, so there's no meal. There was no Christmas dinner. Would you fucking believe? I had to leave that party early, like at about 8 o'clock or something like that, because all I'd had that day was the brunch, and go home, and uh, we were literally going to order Deliveroo. Isn't that depressing? Because they don't traditionally do, apparently, the turkey over there. The big the big Christmas meal. What they do is they have a meal on Christmas Eve, which isn't a Christmas meal, really. It's just a traditional... It's bokeyao, which is cod, which they, they have all the time anyway. So that's a tradition that they have on Christmas Eve, but it's not really a party meal or anything like that. And then the Christmas Day, there's, I know I'm going quieter because if the missus hears me, she'll be fucking, there'll be war. But anyway, Christmas Day, there was no meal. And, they, and my, my girlfriend literally said to me, oh yeah, there was a bit of a mix-up because we thought when we went to my aunt's house in the afternoon that that was going to be a meal, but instead it was just afternoon tea because they already had a meal. Who the fuck forgets? Who? How is that a miscommunication? How does that even happen? So I knew that there was not going to be any turkey anyway. But then I was talking to some of her cousins on the Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, do you guys have a Christmas meal? Or did you have your <coughs> your bakayao tonight? Your your cod? And they're like, no, no, we have turkey. We have a proper Christmas meal on uh, on Christmas Day. And I was looking at the girlfriend going, what? I was like, oh, some people do that. And he was like, no, loads of people do that. We We do it every year. Are you fucking joking me? Now, I didn't think... Like, cause I'm not... I'm not like I, I said to you before, I don't think I'm a huge Christmas fan, but... <coughs> See how I'm set up getting... I'm coughing my lungs up at the thoughts of it. But yeah, basically... I didn't think I was a big Christmas person, but... And I, you know... I'm not even into the presents or any of that kind of stuff, because at this stage, who fucking needs anything? As I said in the last podcast. But what... What I do, did miss out on was the meal. I, I was really, you know, to say I'm upset is overstating it, but, like, I'm I'm definitely mournful. I'm definitely, like, I would have liked to wear those stupid fucking Christmas hats, even though they're annoying. The Christmas cracker hats. There was no Christmas, like, we'd never popped a Christmas cracker all year. There was no alcohol. There was no turkey, you know. And, I'm like, no, Jesus, we don't even like the fucking turkey, but, Jesus, we all love sitting down and having that meal and the roast potatoes and... 
Yeah. It was a different Christmas and it was good to spend time with the family and all that, but I'm back in Ireland now and as you're listening to this, it'll be New Year's Day and I'll be having a family meal with my Irish family over here for New Year's Day and do you know what? On behalf of all the listeners of the Hello Steve-O podcast, myself and everybody who didn't drink on Christmas Day in Portugal, I'm getting drunk tomorrow or today whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. But anyway, it was a good time, barred the sickness, definitely learning that I need to, I probably do need to sleep more and uh, look after my health better because my energy levels are still fucking shit, still, as you can hear, a bit sick, but I did great things like I read, I read three books, would you believe that? Three books, was it three I read? Mm, Two. Yeah, nearly three. And... uh, I was bought more books. Uh, I'm nearly finished another one. So, like, I, I was smashing the book reading out of it, which, you know, I, I'm not a regular reader, but I really enjoyed it. Um, here's one recommendation for I'd have for you guys. It's a short story book, a book of short stories, which is brilliant for you to, to read because, like, our attention span in modern-day society may not be the best to read a whole novel. But I read two books by this uh, author, who I actually got had the pleasure of meeting years ago, lovely man, a man called Kevin Barry. Some of you will have heard of him. Some of you will have not. He's won loads of prizes. But he's got one short story book called Dark Lies the Island. Full of fantastic short stories. The opening one is a beautiful one. Very, very short story, the opening one. and Set on the rooftops of Cork City in the 90s. It's, fan- it's a fantastic book. All sorts of stories in there. And obviously there was a, a film released earlier on this year of his called Dark Lies the Island. I don't know if that was, it was obviously was based on one of the short stories, but Dark Lies the Island by Kevin Barry. I can't recommend that enough. And he had a new novel out this year as well called Night Boat to Tangier, which I also read. Brilliant book as well. Very interesting story about these two lads who are uh, who are in a, in, in a port in Algeciras in the south of Spain waiting for somebody. They're waiting for somebody on the night boat to Tangier. It's a brilliant book, lovely novel, interesting and um, yeah, dark and funny. And one of the opening, one of the lines at the beginning of the book was the one of the Cork lads is talking to the the guy at the information desk in Spain, and the the Spanish guy wouldn't reply to him at all. He wouldn't say anything to him, and the man was giving out about him. Jesus, would you look at him? He said, "Would you look at him? He's a face like a bad marriage." <laughs> Which I thought it was a fantastic line. So yeah, I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to be back working. I've got loads of ideas and projects that I'm working on at the moment. And the year ahead is going to be a positive one for all of us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm writing a few projects myself. And I'm, as I said, I'm already writing a new show, which I'm excited about performing and about writing. And uh, yeah. Regardless of, don't be thinking about time or about getting older, about what you did or didn't do last year or the year ahead. Don't be putting yourself under any pressure. <coughs> Try a bit of therapy if you have to do it. I, I, I'm back at that next week now and I'm genuinely going, I think I'm already a bit bored of this. But anyway, we'll see how that goes after uh, for another while. But yes, look after yourselves. Have a positive year moving fo- forward. <coughs> Sorry. Thanks for all your lovely texts. I probably should use a glass of water while I'm doing the intros, shouldn't I? <coughs> Today's episode, the wonderful, the magical Gerald Farrelly is back. 
What a fantastic year he's had. And what a fantastic year he's going to have ahead. Follow Garod on the old social media, Garod Farrelly. He is going to be touring his brand new show, Alchemy. Stand-up comedy show, Alchemy, will be touring Ireland. And you, you, you know him from all sorts of TV credits. He's been on the Craig Doyle show back in the day. And he was on Dave's One, Light, One Last Night Stand, One Night Stand, or whatever. I don't know. But Garoda is a great friend of mine. It's a great conversation that we had actually quite a few weeks ago. So I've been sitting on this podcast for a while, but we talk we talk healthy habits and trying to do things that are better better for ourselves. And Garoda was doing an interesting thing at the time where he was off the news for them for a month. That's interesting, isn't it? He'd explain why he was doing that. We we get into conversation about baking. As per usual, Garrod spoiled me rotten with some beautiful treats when we were doing this podcast. But he also talks about the fairy tale of New York and how that song, in a way, has had its time. And he has a very eloquent explanation and understanding view on it. Um, it's good to hear that. Without any backbiting or any uh, anger or any of that kind of stuff, it's quite eloquently put and very smartly put. And then there's also chats on how he's getting on with his meditation arguments about lemon curd and a chance meeting with none other than Conor McGregor. That's right. Garrod and Conor McGregor. So you got to listen to this episode now. You know there's some hot shit in there. It's a brilliant episode. I had loads of fun doing it. I was listening back to it there, realizing, geez, we'd some crack that afternoon. But anyway, follow Garrod on the social medias. I'll tag him... I'll put his social media followings in, in the the link to this episode. And, uh, yeah, go check him out. He'll be on tour. He's on tour at the moment uh, with Neil Delamere, but he'll be on tour with his show, Alchemy, as well, around the country. But, ladies and gentlemen, have a happy new year and enjoy your first episode of the we- year of the weir. Enjoy your first episode of the year. This is Garrod Farrelly. Ladies and gentlemen, the fantastic, the fantastic Garrod Farrelly is back in the house. I'm back in his house. <laughs> you spoiled me again, Garrod. I mean, I did come down, and you, you, you were by way. You were supposed to make apology to me by way of eclairs, but we had the scones, and man, were they good? <laughs> they were good scones. You they love were, a good they scone. Bad scone. I love a good scone. How is the? But yeah, it is. Is that a wintry feeling? Kind of a thing. Would uh, we say? Yeah, it's kind of like a bit of stodge, like a bit of stodge. Food. So true. Oh That's my god! And the creme fraiche and the jam. <laughs> The bad cholesterol is going up, as they say. Well, I'm. You see, I'm trying to be healthy at the moment. Like, so I had a few days of like. Not You're trying sugar. to be healthy. No, listen, you let me finish my point. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very good for a past few days, right, and sorry. then you and it all it took was you saying there better be eclairs. And I was like, no, I've no eclairs, but I'm like scones. Yeah, I deserve scones. And then that's it, the healthy. Like, it's Sorry, terrible. I didn't mean to put you under pressure for that. Yeah, it's ruined now. Yeah. I, if, I have a, <laughs> if I have a massive heart attack this week uh, because of cholesterol, well then, game over. <laughs> How have you been working on your health? Is it just is it diet-wise? Is it just what you're eating that you're working on? Yeah, just diet. you're looking great, uh, can I just thank say. Thank you, yeah, Absolutely. thank you. Thank yeah, you, very yeah, important yeah. to get that in. Uh, no, I've just been like, I've just been trying to be good in, in go to the gym and all of that. Because I, you see, I, I go through phases, right, where I am... Where I get absolutely ripped. <laughs> really? Not, not absolutely ripped, but like I oh, guess. I mean, ripped like, Garrod. I, I Jesus. <laughs> no, but I get oh. like bumps in all the right places, oh. and then once, <laughs> and then once, once it's done, I'm like, that's grand. 
bar right. of chocolate. I, 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 I've done it <laughs> so now. So it lasts a week. Yeah. Like, it literally lasts a week. Um, so I'm just trying to not be so... I'm going to go to the gym every day for, you know, four weeks and then not go for three months. Right. <laughs> so I'm get, saying so now, well, if I go, you know, three times a week, that's that's good. Trying to and get more balance in. Yeah, just make just make healthier choices. Is that... <laughs> Jesus, you work on a happy pair as well. Fucking hell. <laughs> Do you do you, is that a vanity thing? Do you think with the getting the bumps in the right places? Oh because I mean, I would have loved. I've never had a six pack, but I would have loved to have. You know, had I had that a six bar- pack when I was a, when I was about um, nine, between like nineteen and twenty, right? Two twenty three. And you're obviously working at that because nobody gets no, six pack by ten. Uh, not re- not really. Like I mean, I the only people I, I know have natural six packs are black and people. I did, uh, oh, casual racism! No, no, not all of them. But oh, sorry, I should rephrase. My black friends, like what, like uh, the most unfit guys oh, I would that. have met in football. Look at that backpedaling. <laughs> I know I left it there just to see if I was, if I was okay. Um, but but they but they wouldn't be fit playing football. They can't, they wouldn't run well, on the pitch. Like they're that, naturally ripped. That's the thing. Like if you find a photograph of me from then, I was way too thin. Like oh, it was, okay, like it was a skinny. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, yes, that's. I think that's the only time I've ever had anything like that. But no, I, I think when I do it, I always you always just feel great. Yes, no, that's true. You know, that's like, true. I think it's good for your brain to be like, like feel like you're striving towards you know improving yourself. I mean, I just just sitting eating a box of Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah you know you're not doing any good then they have these in little now they have these uh crisps that are like flame grilled kind of it's like a steak flavor or something like that and it's so bad for you but they're so good there's absolute filth see the thing about steak flavor crisps is they always smell like the gents <laughs> have you noticed that no like i used to love you fucking uh, ruined them on me <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> oh, well, I used well have to a bag of your rhino pellets bar- there like please. barbecue yeah. Hula hoops. Yes. Absolutely delicious. And then yeah. somebody pointed out, they smell like the gents. No, that's because <laughs> all fucking exactly blokes are, are eating that's them probably. Exactly yeah. Oh my Jesus. There, they're gone now for good. But that, yep. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have had that. That, that is good discipline. Three, to- three times a week. You're doing weights, a bit of cardio. Trying. Trying. Like, I mean, it's all, it's all about trying. It's mm. all about making the... <laughs> <laughs> you're right about the feel good effort. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're right about the feel good factor because when I did Movember there, it was like um, you know, just doing the. It is painful, but do, I was doing ten k runs. But I definitely feel I haven't run last week now, and I have to get back on it this week. But I feel so much better. Yeah, so so you do. Better. And then I think when you're at the point of where you're feeling that like this is really making a difference, I feel great. Yeah. Then you go, that's when you stop. I feel great, time to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next time you have to get out of bed, you go, I don't need to, I feel great. Yeah, stupid habits. Yeah. The other thing that you're doing to look after your health, interestingly, is you've said you are off the news. You are not looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's not, I don't, but, but I suppose it is healthy, isn't it, in, 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 in some yeah, ways? Yeah, you see, it's, it's weird. A, it's an amazing decision. Like, nothing annoys me more than people that go, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real news junkie. You're like, oh, oh, do people say that? Yeah. Oh, You're like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell you what happened, right? Yeah. I was kind of watching Bregs at the box set. <laughs> yeah. Because we were coming so addictive every night and just putting it on. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this actually has to stop. Yeah. Because it's, it, all it's doing is feeding your anxiety about the world. Yes. That the, that the whole place is just falling apart. 
Um, Have you got a bit about that? That's brilliant. Breaks at the box set. That's brilliant. Oh, right. That's a routine. Uh, delete this. Delete this. Sorry. This will be gold. <laughs> <laughs> this will be comic gold. Someone will rot but this. That, but that term, breaks at box Bre- set, is but yeah, brilliant. Well, if, well, that's what it felt like because mm. it felt like, oh, well, tonight there's a new deal going forward. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the new season of House of Cards. Yes. Um, because they're all such... They're all such characters and they're all such assholes. Yes. That and that's that's the ingredients for that's why we watch box sets. That's why you watch yeah, yeah, it's good guys versus the bad guys and blah 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 blah. Yeah, so I just felt what am I doing? Because I mean we were literally having dinner and putting on the six o'clock news and then watching and switching over to Sky and then oh, until right. we went to bed and I was like Oh really? That long? That's, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, cool, my other half was working on stuff that was yeah. involved in Brexit. Okay, okay. So it was kind of relevant to him. But I, so I so there was something there was something there between the two of you that was giving you a connection as well. Here's something we do together as well. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just saying. Here's something we do. We sit down and we watch Boris Johnson. I know it's not a good thing, but 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 it is it is a connection. Like for like for yes, example, like yeah. I mean, we don't. But we always have to make an effort in my house as a couple to kind of go. Let's watch something together. Do you know what I mean? We we'll have to do that too separately. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I think the problem is is that we're off during the day. Yeah. So. Sometimes, like if I'm gigging at night, I'm not mm. going to do any work in the morning. Yeah. So I always think, oh, I just watched an episode, and then all of a sudden I'm two episodes ahead of yeah. him. And <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a that's a major that's a major bone of contention, even in my relationship. If you're going skipping episodes ahead of me, it's just like you going, you don't care about me. I take that personally. Oh well, no, I have to say now, my <laughs> other half is really good at stuff like that. Right. Because he's really he was like, oh, I'll catch up. I'll catch up. It's fine. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, maybe oh. there's a bit of passive aggressiveness in it, or part of passive aggression. In it. It's like, yeah, it could be. Oh, but I just don't. Time. You have to accept yeah, passive aggression. So I was like, that's me, great. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind. <laughs> so you're off the news completely. Does that feed, like feed yeah. it like all medias? You're just trying to stay away from. I just it? don't listen to it, like because I used to. Uh, my, like my alarm was always the radio in the morning. Right. So I was like, nah, not not listening. So you changed it to a beep beep. Yeah. And your meditation is this to do with your meditation? I don't know. Do you think there's actually. a clarity of thought there gone on? No. Oh, God, maybe. I don't know. That's interesting. That's Sorry, that just came to yeah, me that's now. that's something that's just... But that's yeah. the kind, that is the kind of thing that happens. So we'll have to talk... I did a course, like, I think three or four years ago in London in Transcendental Meditation. I talked about it. I have been very bad about it. I do it, like, sporadically now. I don't do it as often as I... But for two years, solid, I was committed to it. And I really started to notice a lot of changes in my life. And things changing and things happening and things come to the fore. And um, anyway, it just came up in conversation with you. And I think you had heard uh, from other people that you worked with Pat yeah. Oswald and he talked about it to you possibly. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And um, also, I'll tell you what happened. I had a friend. I, I had um, <laughs> I had lunch with one of my friends who was talking about uh, her husband was supposed to do a job in the US. He, he's a, a musician. Right. And he's supposed to play at a gig for... A benefit, anyway. Okay. Then it wasn't happening, but um, but we were talking then about transcendental meditation, and I think my phone, you know, the way our, our phones. Just oh, it heard you. Us. Yeah, oh, and gosh, I just started to get freaking. ads. Yeah, for uh, transcendental meditation. Yeah, and then I started to watch the videos, and apparently, um, it's how Oprah is so lives her life so stress free. It's oh, transcendental right. meditation. Yeah, like I would argue that it's. The billions <laughs> would also play into that. <laughs> but, but she would argue that. But she, she doesn't got the mention bi- it. She's yeah. like, no, it's it's my. But she would argue that she got the billions because she was. But she is of that generation because when I when I was researching into transcendental meditation, you know, I, I think I came across it through Seinfeld talking about it. Oh, right. and there is a generation 
of people. See, Maharishi went to the States in the 60s and he kind of, it became a cool thing in the universities over there. And there's that generation of people uh, uh, got super into it. So the Beatles were mad into it. Um, and then in the comedy world, there's like um, Seinfeld. I don't think Larry David, Russell Brand. I mean, he's he'll hop on anything to be fair. But um, <laughs> uh, but David Lynch started his own foundation. Then the filmmaker oh, and yeah, all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and then you realize the more you look into it, that is like, oh, what's this? Jay Leno's mad into it as well. You realize there's a generation of them that are mad into it and have been doing it for a long time. Like Seinfeld has been doing it since uh, like around his early twenties age. You know. Oh wow. Um. So it, there seems to be a connection, and I suppose Oprah would be generationally of that age well, as well. I suppose it's the fo- it's uh, it's supposed to be a focus. So I suppose if you're ambitious. Yeah. Yes, well, it certainly helped me with focus. Yeah, it certainly did, and uh, that's an interest. But 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 I, well, one of the things I noticed, I was working in a restaurant in London at the time. One of the things that I noticed about what it was doing for me was that I it was I I could physically, I don't know if you could say I could physically see stresses, but I could sense stresses coming at me. That's a weird thing to say, but as in as in you see a prick in a fancy coat and go, oh, he's going to be trouble. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, well, kind of. I, like I, I would be able to spot. I would be in my world or in my zone, for example, and I'd be focused on what I'm doing with my day, which is just making coffee. But I could see before even people were in a mood themselves. I could see that they were on the verge of coming into a mood or something like that, and I knew I had to treat them so differently or agree, extra sensitive. Or I would I, not extra sense, but I would kind of go. Uh, I would make a positive comment as opposed to making a negative comment or something like that because I know that but I could see the potential for the knock domino effect of us all going into a spiral of blah 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 negativity or moaning or bitching. Oh wow. And, and yeah, just little things like that that I was just aware of and I, I was like, Oh, you can you can either have that thought, Stephen, or you can have this thought. You know what I mean? Literally choosing between a oh, positive right, okay. or a negative. And and so seeing those stresses and kind of standing outside of myself a little bit and being, you know, being a lot more relaxed in the world and all of a sudden stress doesn't become a thing because it was like um i don't know like stress i suppose i realized physically in me that stress was self-manifest that i would manifest stress myself so then i make decisions that i don't get stressed i don't know how that makes sense now (laughs) and then so you did that for two years and then you gave up I didn't give up. I, I basically just, I fell out of the habit um, because of my life, because I had a kid. This is like, this, see, this is back to the point of the gym. That right. once you get to the point where it's all working, you kind of go, I don't need to do this anymore. A little bit. I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think that, because I, I always think it was a great thing in my life. But genuinely, because my, my kid came along and I moved countries twice that summer. And like, I was in charge of moving all of our belongings over to Ireland and trying to put it into storage while not going to Ireland, but then having to put half of it over to Portugal, sign off all the leases. I was still gigging the stand-up comedy, getting to Portugal, having a kid, sorting out. We had nowhere to live in Ireland by that time that we'd left and all sorts of trying to get a job, okay, blah, blah, blah. So you that. embraced the stress. I, well, that's I, what happened Stephen I, I think yeah I think I, I, I there definitely was a time even when I had the kid that I was meditating but I just kind of fell out of it or something yeah I think once you um, like we, we went away mm. for a couple of days there a few weeks ago and uh, that's hard because because oh. you're you're away and it's like did, it's hard you, you know it's you hard as a couple go. going away it was hard no sorry it just, it's, it's hard to do it when you're like in a hotel with somebody it's yeah. much easier when you can just go like, ah, he's in work. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. As yeah, opposed yeah. to like, I'll go into the ensuite. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, did you find? So you find that difficult even with yourselves? Because you, so you wouldn't say to your partner, "I'm going to meditate now." Fuck off. Or well, um, because you don't look weird, weird or anything. You just do, well, you just sit down and close your eyes, and that's it. That's all that's happening. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I do you think that's weird? Well, I don't know. I think it'd be a weird thing to do with somebody just sitting there, like, trying to watch. There's weird things to be doing when people get out. Come on, <laughs> let's be fucking honest about it. <laughs> if someone's watching an episode of something and you just close your eyes, you could be doing other weird but, stuff. Like but then that would be disturbing you. And uh, so it's like, yes, we fell out of the habit like that. Oh, so you fell out of the habit already? Up. Okay. No, that's good. But, but, but what I'm saying about you clicking out of the news and making that decision, that's uh, that to me sounds like, or. F- Sounds like the, those kind of things that I was doing back oh, in right, the day. Oh, right, that you were just automatically I mean? doing things that were better that, for you. Yeah, just, maybe, that, actually. You just kind of go, yeah, that's, you know, I don't need that now. That's yeah. not good for me or whatever. And because, like, the, the first time I've watched, the like, actually, last night was the first time I I sat down when the news was on. Right. Um, did you watch, see the 6 o'clock news? I didn't, time? but you were telling me. There were, yeah. <laughs> Which know. again sounds like the beginning of a comedic Who routine as opposed to decisions. But yeah. the girl that was reading the news, Katrina, um, sorry, the woman that was reading the news, Katrina. Oh God, I can't remember her name. She was. I the don't know. I haven't watched the news in a long time. This is RT News. This is our national news in in Ireland. She had a. Uh, she was wearing a top that looked like it was a matchstick man with boobs. <laughs> it was white. Have like you it got was this? White, so it looked like it. Uh, like I took a photograph of it because it was just the most bizarre thing I've. It was, it was a a white top with like a silver, a silver uh, vertical line down the front from where the buttons were. Yeah, and then there were two pocket, a pocket either side on the chest, on each one of her boobs. It looked like it was like it was terrible. The poor girl, because it was like that's the photograph. Have a look at this now. So for those of you, I'm going to have to post a photo of this on Instagram or something like that when Garrod's podcast goes up. That is headed. So it looks like somebody has drawn yeah, exactly what it you said. It looks like somebody had drawn Somebody was. Do you know when you're, you're, you're being a, an immature asshole in school and you've got a black marker and there's a wall there and you're going to draw a, you're going to draw a woman with boobs and a naked woman and, and her dress literally, she's wearing a white dress and it looks like someone's drawn on what it, what it would be pencil marker style. But, uh, but obviously but boobs. The, like, they're supposed to be like the flaps on pockets. That's, but, I can't believe, yeah, I you're mean, so mir- right. How many people yeah. were sitting there going, yeah, news is going live in a few minutes. <laughs> 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 yeah, nothing to see here. All good. <laughs> nobody said that. No, and nobody. That is nuts. Nobody, nobody just talked about it on went, Twitter. Uh, n- no. Wow. I thought, oh. You need to grow up, up, Garo. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I did think of that afterwards because I was going to post it and then I thought, you know what? I think I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. That is very, and you're you're true. You're you're very right there. That is very funny. Yeah, I'm going to post that. I'm going to post that. that. Um, so have you seen the difference in knocking off the news in, in yourself? Um, yeah, I kind of have. Because I think that uh, somebody on Twitter posted something the other day, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. And it was about, I think it was that the comedy writer, Colin Tobin. Yes. And he wrote something like, Twitter says, you know, the world's on fire. You know, we're heading towards X, Y, and Z, climate change, all of these horrible things that are happening. And then real world and it was like, went outside, whistling man, bought a paper. You know? Yes. That's, Whereas, I think I saw that, actually. It's so true. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant, because I was watching an episode of The Golden Girls recently, right? And they did a whole episode about nuclear war. Oh, right. Because 
I didn't know they got that deep and heavy yeah, in the Golden the, Girls. Like, Jesus, me, the Golden Sorry. Girls tackled some very heavy issues. <laughs> <laughs> From impotence to nuclear war, Imp- they yeah, tackled yeah, everything. Impotence to nuclear uh, <laughs> but, but I thought that, that I thought was really interesting because that was the conversation in the eighties. Yes, like, that was their climate change. That yeah, was their yeah. rise of the right. Yes, was nuclear war. Uh, you know, the Iron Curtain. Uh, all of that sort of stuff, yeah, yeah. and you kind it kind of does make you think. Okay, actually, every generation has had their thing, so you know. So put it in perspective for you. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because I mean, it, it's very easy. I think if you're watching the news the whole time, because that's what the news is there for. The news is designed to make you worried, because it's like that's but, but, what that's what makes you. Well, it keeps you encapsulated. It keeps you watching well, it the keeps next you there fucking through episode. The ad break. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same as any television. Like. Yeah. Um, and it's designed, they're designed to spin the story and elongate the story and all that sort of stuff. So there's a part of me that's just like, okay, I'm going to do a couple, a, like a month where I'm just not going to read the news. Right. And it's really funny because every so often I, you get a bit of it and I'll say to my other half, I go, did you hear that thing that's happened? And he's just, just look at me going, how have you not heard it? Like, what is going on? Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I'm just going to see it. Just try it. How long, have you, how long are you into it? A few weeks now. It is. You're actually the first person I've told this to. Oh my god! Talk about an intimate relationship. <laughs> would you Would you meditate in front of me? <laughs> no, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would in front of you. Honestly, it's not that weird. Anyway, we'll go back to. <laughs> but it, you, it's it's very true what you are saying that, um, and I know it's very basic, and we all know this, and everybody's going to go, "Well, duh." But it's true. Think about it. They're not selling like, here's what's good for you, folks. In the news today, here's what uh, broccoli's good for you. But they're not selling that. No, not at all. And nobody's selling that. So at what point, as human beings with brains and supposed intelligence, are we going to go, fuck that? Yeah. Turn off the fucking news. And here's what I have to worry about today. Stephen's coming over. There's scones to be made. Exactly. (laughs) Things have to get done. (laughs) (laughs) Also, there's something going on here, and I think it's part of Brexit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You cannot get lemon curd in Dublin for love. What? I don't know what's going on. Really? I can't get lemon curd anymore. Have you investigated this? I well, no. I, I mean, yeah. How much? I've been to a couple of it? shops and gone. <laughs> Where is there no lemon curd? <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of my. I've been to a couple of shops I, and I, I tweeted about it. So that's I think, <laughs> I'm convinced it's Brexit. I'm convinced there's no, no lemon. It curd is anywhere. a very British thing, isn't it? Uh, the lemon curd. Yeah, and I, I said it to somebody recently. Uh, who I thought might know, and he was like, "It's very easy to make lemon curd." I was like, "That's not the that's not the that issue. is not the fucking <laughs> is issue not the here." Issue. Jesus, who said that? You there was a Tesco's finest lemon curd that was absolutely would have been beautiful. I was a big fan. Oh yeah, big fan of lemon curd. Lemon curd on a scone. I, th- I feel like that's one of those things that like I remember getting lemon curd once as a kid. I think I bought it by mistake once, and I found I was like, "Geez, I don't think anyone else knows about this." I don't think that's a, a normal thing in people's see, larders. A, a lemon curd has to be runny. Yes, It has to be runny. Mm. If it, if it's a set lemon curd. Forget it. That's yeah. A, that's an absolute crime. Yeah, that's that's it's like earwax. I, I was in somebody's house there recently, and they said, "Oh, I've got lemon curd," and then they took out this rock like, hard thing jam. I was like, "You put you don't have lemon curd." You're like <laughs> fucking <laughs> Protestant, yeah. <laughs> One, my my best mate uh, Alan uh, moved to Canada, and he made the most incredible lemon curd. Oh right. Yeah. Oh. So have you made a lemon curd before? Do you know how No, I've never done it. Right. I go. should do it, actually, because it's... Well, you've got time now. You're not watching the news, are you? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so it's good. That's a good. Well, that's a good improvement. Well, fair play. Let's. Um, we'll ca- how many people do you think are still listening? Like at the start of the lemon curd story. How many, I pe- think lemon how curd, many people? We lost just a like, few people at I'm, lemon I think curd. I'm done. I think I'll, I think I'll see who he has next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, we are coming into the Christmas period. Does that does the news affects all that kind of shit as well? But you were saying to me beforehand, Christmas you used to love it, and last year you said. You thought, I don't think Christmas is for me anymore. Yeah, it's really weird, because I've always been one of those people where I was like, um, I, I've always been one of those people where, when people talk about Christmas, like, oh, I love Christmas. Like, right. Oh, I love... Oh, that's, but that's a great person to be. I, I, like, I really love the music and love, you know, putting up the tree and all this stuff. And then last year, I don't know what it was. There was a, there was a I think it was, what, maybe we put the tree up or something and then the cat was taking down the tree. Um, I have a suggestion. I think I might know what it was that pissed you off about last year, Christmas. Okay. The fairy tale of New York thing coming up. Oh, do you think that might have been connected? No, I have a very clear. I have. I'm very clear about the fairy tale. Of right. Sorry, maybe I stand on that. Right. We can have that conversation. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but no, is that I, what pissed I, you off? No, that didn't right. piss me off at all. But what I thought was. I don't know. I just realised actually, Christmas is an awful lot of hassle. There's it's a lot a, of over sentimentality. Like and then weddings and the theatre. You never get your money's worth, do you? <laughs> <laughs> weddings. I 100 percent agree. Absolutely Fucking agree. hell. Weddings are a disgrace. Like, but but back to the fairy tale New York thing. I think that, yes. I think this is a very interesting conversation to be absolutely had about that because nobody. It's one of those conversations that nobody's really sure where you're supposed to be on it. Mm. And I, once or twice... We have we, to talk about what it is. Yeah, though. well, we talk... There's a line in the, yes. the fairy tale in New York, which is, go Maggie, Maggie, you cheap, lazy... F-word. Gentleman that, that happens r- to be in a relationship with another man. <laughs> and You should change to that. That would be great. But, and everyone... There's a, there's a, I, I got this from two conversations that I had with people about it last year who were like... I just got the vibe of like, oh, don't don't be one of those, you know, don't be don't. Oh, be they one thought of those they thought because you because because of the use of that word is offensive. They thought that you're trying to be the woke person in that situation, which is not what is yeah that's not it's coming like, from that. It's like like it was it was one. It's been a long time now mm. since I got the just be a good little gay thing. Oh, you what's know? that? Because I you have to explain that, that to me now because well, just I, I'm every so out of the often loop. it's like you know there's this thing of I remember. Maybe at the start when I was doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, when I was doing comedy at the very start. Sometimes people would, you know, I think I was the only gay guy around. Yes. So, every, so there would be a bit of homophobic material. Right. But I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not being the comedy police oh, here. Oh, okay. But, but there was always this so thing other of people like... people were doing homophobic material. Well, just, just not, nothing. Yeah. But just, you know, stuff that you go like, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's a bit ropey. Yeah. Um, and... Then, uh, the more I was around, sometimes people would say, do you think this is homophobic? And I was like, mm, if you have to ask the question. <laughs> but it was... You became the homophobic so police I, I, I did sort of, in a way. Um, which, which I was kind of like, okay, I'm not saying it, but then there would be people that would be like, That's, they would do something that say, that wasn't homophobic, by the way. Oh, but, you know, right. And I'm like, okay. Well, like to differ. Yeah, but, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving you the answer you want just to yeah, ease your yeah, conscience, yeah, yeah. pal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... And that was the first time I think I felt that since, because right. there were people saying, you know, it's just a song and it's part of our culture. So who are these friends or are these people like in the, do you know what I mean? Are they part no, of the, it? No, it was just, uh, one was someone I was talking to that works in kind of that area. And then there was another one who was, 
Yeah, I'm not going to say Rolf. So there's a few people. But, but, but are they, are they invo- like are they uh, are they homosexuals themselves? Or are they completely oh, unrelated? No, 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 no. Okay, because I, right. Because I think I think there are gay people that are like I don't have a problem with it. Right, and that's grand. Okay, and I don't I don't particularly have a problem with yeah. it. Yeah, but. If you're asking the question, is is the homophobia? It's like it's yeah. I mean yeah, completely yeah. Because like I think what was the, there was an argument back that it was a character in the song. Was was there an argument back that the, when she's using yeah, that yeah, line there that, was. It's, that it's the character within the song was saying that? Is that what happened? I don't even know what. Yeah, yeah, there was. That, right. that, that's what the argument was. But I think you see, this is what I think about that. Right, I think that stuff like art, books, songs, mm. they. You get their time. Yes. They serve their purpose, right? Yes. So if you look at Huckleberry Finn, yes. right? <laughs> Let's look at Huckleberry yes. Finn. Beautiful book. Yeah. Written for the sole purposes of kids. Yeah. Uh, realizing that black, white, we're all the same. Yeah. Friendships are great. You know. Yeah. But now that's ser- that, like that served its purpose. Yeah. And it's now outdated. It's now it's now- outdated. And the N word needs to be fucking scraped yeah, out of it. That's, well, that's exactly it. But yeah. but it, it it had its time. Yes. And it did what it was supposed to do. And now it's just completely offensive. Yeah. So it's no longer fit for purpose, which was to teach kids yeah. about relationships. You know. <laughs> Definitely so, not. So, it, yeah. And I think that the song was a Christmas song. Yeah. And it was a Christmas song. It was like, here on the radio, that means it's Christmas. But society moves on it doesn't mean you can never play the song it doesn't mean you can't sing the song yeah but it's just like then when a radio to... station plays it yeah to say hey guys it's christmas they need to be mindful that there's a word in it that people don't like yeah 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 <laughs> you know so like it, like if you're a 19 year old radio researcher yeah who has to bleep words out of a britney spears song like say say you're a 19 year old gay guy working in Spain. That's a good yes yeah. So and, that's, so and that's like, the solution. You know, we need you to bl- delete the f word ever. Bring the yeah. spirit sounds like yeah. oh yeah, but but we're gonna have that that word yeah. in that song. That's fine. Like, yeah. So so that so that, it's like explain that to him. Yeah. Tell me a way that it's fair to explain that. That's to him. a great point. It's but, a great um, point and it's a great solution and it's very simply done and it's yeah, kind of going. It doesn't mean you can't play the right chord. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we all know what the word is. Yeah. Just delete it. They play M and M songs and they delete yeah, words. Yeah, just delete the word. Yes. Uh, it's hard to argue with that Garot <laughs> you're welcome any, <laughs> any other problems you want me to solve here <laughs> yeah yeah no th- I mean it's very <laughs> I, I, it's so funny because I, I get really soapbox a bit, boxy about it like because I'm just like but you're not there because you're actually kind of going like it's not that hard <laughs> because the, the problem is right if people didn't ask the question there's no problem like if people weren't saying is that homophobic do you think that's homophobic yeah well, you that know, word th- th- is, th- yeah. th- th- there's a conversation to be had, but if but the problem is that people ask you the question, wanting you to go, no, it's grand. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you've asked the question, yeah, yeah. you're getting the answer. Like, yeah, sorry, it's not yeah, the answer yeah. you want. Yeah, <laughs> which well, we came up in conversation with you and I previously, and the whole there's a, I can't remember his name, guys, so I'll probably post the link to it. But there's a, a biographer who wrote on uh, Conor McGregor uh, on his rise to fame, but more on kind of how Conor McGregor is a kind of metaphor for everything that is wrong with society today and how he represents how things went wrong in, um, you know, you know, money over morals, essentially, because all the things that he said that I was fucking disgusted about. I was a fan of him as, as a fighter at a very start, and then he starts saying stuff about people. and it's like, But this came up with with him that word the use of that word yeah yeah the same word and do you know what the, do you know what the sad part about that is uh is the timing of that uh, i was talking to one of my friends about it who is a, a teacher 
in a secondary school in an area close to where Conor McGregor lived. Okay. And they, it was around the marriage referendum. It was about a year after the marriage referendum and he was saying that you, it was unbelievable in schools because the, it being gay, the gay kids suddenly became cool. It was really, right. you know, it was like, yeah, he's gay. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah, yeah what's ha- the problem? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's the proper thing. And then I all, never forget when that came through, like town was wild. Yeah. And, that and, was and, such a like, party atmosphere. The teenagers caught that. Yes, they did. That buzz, yeah, that's very true. But he was saying that straight away, once the McGregor, once he said that, uh, there was a couple of instances that week where they were where, saying it again. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, I was. Like, I was. That's the that's the influence of that sort of stuff. Like, I was know. in a scary situation the other day on the Lewis, where a young lad could not have been more than ten. Couldn't have been, maybe you know, definitely couldn't have been more than ten. Saw an 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 Asian man who was of looking of I don't know if he was, but he looked like he was could have been from India or Pakistan or from that area of Asia. And he's shouting the p word at him and doing his his uh, the offensive apu from the oh, Simpsons accent Jesus. and shouting at the loose and because uh, I just got on I kind of heard it and the 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 man who was getting the abuse was walking off and I took out my earphones go, is that is that what's going on there and yeah. this woman shouted at the young fellow hey stop talking like that sorry and uh, there was two of them there but the one kid kept doing the voice onto the next stop and the other kid just got off. And I think he was just embarrassed by this kid. And the door closed and that kid was still on his own. He was still doing the voice. And I was like, I think he's not right in the head, you know, because he was talking to himself. But there's that. But the thing that scared me was that on what planet, where are you going home to that that, yeah, is, yeah. that, that is acceptable? Yes. Yeah, what are you around? Shit, and and yeah. so what McGregor didn't doesn't realize and his uh, a, a, a supposed apology on the Late Late Show that when he went on to the Late Late Show to apologize for his use of that word was like he doesn't get it he no he doesn't he really no, doesn't and get just, it. the thing about it is he doesn't even want to get it yeah he just like somebody said oh there's a bit of a furore but he's like alright oh, tell me what to say you know yeah. like there's not no, you know, it's all staged with them. And I also, don't. the fact that they gave him the opportunity to apologize—that's the bullshit. And it's like that's ah, the absolute good bullshit. Luck. That's because uh, he 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 was at the front of a parade in New in New York for Patrick's Day this year, actually, and Leo oh. Varadkar was over there for it as well. And uh, he was asked, "Oh, how do you feel?" Varadkar was asked, "How do you feel about Conor McGregor representing Ireland in the parade today as well?" And Varadkar just went, "He does not represent Ireland." Oh, really? Yeah. I'm here to represent Ireland. I'm the yeah. T-shirt, and it's just like, yeah, but that's I true. Like, I likely over I have to say. I do. I don't. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah and I'm, I've never voted Fine Gael in my life, but I like him. You're more um, Sinn Fein, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the last time I voted was so, socialist Mary Lou well she's my local constituent so thank you um, but uh, no Joe Higgins was the last one I voted for he was a bit of a, a mad lefty socialist but anyway um, but yeah that that you know he McGregor does embody like that he was he's on the late late show be given that opportunity to apologize for the use of that word and he's completely he's not not sorry he doesn't give a shit he said racist things about people from all over the world to brazilians to black people what are we doing today we're we're just gonna apologize for that thing you said yesterday so do you think that's what so that's all it was for the late late was content basically and oh yeah totally it's total bullshit i actually it's really funny because i was at um because i talk about this in my last show or maybe, I don't know, I can't remember. But where I was at Dancing with the Stars one week when Conor McGregor was in the audience. Oh. <laughs> I'd always had this thing where I said, I was like, if I ever meet Conor McGregor, 
I am going to say it to him. Yeah. Because that was disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we were sitting there. I was there with Alison Spittle and my other half. And we were sitting there. And then they announced that Conor McGregor was in the audience to support his sister. And I, I leaned over to my other half and I was like, I swear to God, if I see him, I'm going to say it to him. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and about literally 10 minutes later, I was coming out of the gents and he was com- going into the gents. And with the, like, the force that he just uses to push open a door, he almost put me through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and did I say it to him? And you're like, I certainly did not. Hi, Connor. <laughs> Hi, Connor. Have a lovely Congratulations on all your success. <laughs> It's great for the country, Connor. <laughs> and fair play to you. And I, know and I walked away from feeling like, oh, you're the worst. Like, I am. That is just all talk. No, I know like, what a fucking disgrace. <laughs> if that was whatever deity there is, looking down and going, okay, Gerard, Gerard wants a face-to-face with Conor McGregor to have a go at him. Yeah. Let's, like, let's, let's see how this goes. Let's set that up. Let's That's set this great. up and we'll watch back and have popcorn. I want to see a real-time face-off between Gerard <laughs> yeah, Farley yeah. and Conor McGregor for yeah, coming exactly. up in the MGM Gram, January 26th. Gerard Farley, what did you say? Did you use that word? <laughs> how? how the, versus Conor McGregor. You. How the fuck is that going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, and it was one of those moments, you know, where nobody has seen anything. Mm. But you're mortified by yourself. <laughs> oh man! So, so do you think that was what put you off Christmas then last year? Or no, no, oh, no. I think it was the I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. You see, my Christmas has always been the same, right? That I go to my parents because uh, you loads go, of kids running around the place, tons of kids, tons yeah, of kids. Jesus. And then there is, you know, I used to do the shows with Neil in between Christmas and New Year. Right. Like it was four, like, so 27, 28, 29, 30. That's right. So it was always back on the road. So yeah. it was always like... It was a work time. Yeah, new show, new yeah. half hour, new... So new like, year. It was like, oh God, I have to get this done, but I'm not doing them this year. Right. Because I decided last year, because I just, last year I was like, okay, I actually hate Christmas. And I was like, okay, changing it. Changing what I'm doing. Okay. So like okay. not working... Uh, the shows in this now. is the meditation again man I'm saying that. well that's <laughs> it, but again really that's, weird but that's you did, making decisions that. because I've that's what's better that's what it could be wow but you're the one who said Oprah said it was like stressful but it's like all of a sudden you see stress is coming and you kind of just go yeah well then I, then let's move this and let's change that yeah but is that good because like the world like <laughs> there's there are you stresses in your stress? life you it's mi- just going to be Gerard if you get out of this bed you're just going to be stressed you just stay in bed <laughs> no because you learn you learn how to live you, you learn how to live and do things yeah. and get I'll them. give it six months when you're like <laughs> knocking out a door going Gerard the world you have to <laughs> the world is a stressful place you have to just re-engage <laughs> But you're gonna. So do you think you're gonna? Are you making a concerted effort to make it a nicer Christmas? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Do you cook at all? Because you're. I mean, you're obviously, yeah, a big cook. I, I have to say, I love. Yeah, I love the Christmas See? cooking. Yeah, it's a good thing to be involved in. It, have you got Ro- that book, Nigella Christmas? No. Oh, my dad probably does because he fancies <sighs> wow. the arse offer. Yeah, I fancy the arse offer. Like <laughs> Nigella is just. Ah, uh, she's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm responsible for the cooking here anyway. See, do you know what I did a couple of years ago? But you do it here as well as your mum's or? Yeah, well, I make stuff to bring over. Ah, so it's all, a, so but I make good. all of the like. So good. Like the pudding and the trifle and the. Oh, you make dessert? I make the nice stuff. Okay. And then she cracks on with the turkey. <laughs> Crack on with the turkey. Crack on with the turkey. Dear, my my dad, my, yeah, my yeah. dad does, uh, my dad has his special glaze and. <laughs> His special glaze for the ham, and uh, he also well, special glaze he's, al- he's already started um, making stuffing. 
Oh wow! Like, yeah, there's a there's a tradition. It's impressive. He makes yeah he makes his own stuff and and everybody wants the stuff. Um, so he starts uh, he starts now and he makes about two bin liners full of it. <laughs> wow. He makes a massive amount of stuff. And, uh, and is that for, is that, is that all gone by the end of Christmas, or is he like yeah, selling yeah. it as well? No, people want it. Like, right. so, like my auntie wants some of it. And, okay. You know, and he gives it to, yeah. See, that, that like, is what Christmas is all about. Because I, I have the feeling of Christmas, well, we're going to be in Portugal this year, but we'll do a Christmas thing then when we get back with my family here in Ireland. But I have this thing of like, fuck the presents. Who needs anything? And let's all get involved in this part of it the making of the stuff and yeah the, i like the, that the yeah. cooking let's who got the wine let's make it have a big fucking feast and share it together that's surely what it's about yeah but some families you just want to murder each other that as well <laughs> absolutely and, and the other thing is a couple of years ago i made um i decided i was going to stop all of this you know the way you do this thing where you're like oh, i'll buy wine for the neighbors i'll buy wine for you know I've these people that are that just on the periphery just, yeah, all right no well Cut them all. Yeah, cut them all. Exactly. See, and you're I've making these decisions again. I've, uh, <laughs> I've started to make uh, make them all like chutney. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So I get, they all get homemade chutney. Now the fucking looks you guys. <laughs> like, oh, really? No bottle of wine this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I swear to God, your burglar alarm will be going off for six months before, <laughs> before I let you know. Is this all going to be part of your new show, that your new tour that's coming up? Um, There'll be some cooking involved. My new involved. show, no, the new show is called Alchemy. Alchemy. Yeah, and it's about, I'll, I'll tell you how it started, right? It started off with a, I was going to talk about science. Yes. Uh, science stuff. And then I was going to talk about like that whole holistic side, like all of the airy fairy fanciful yeah. stuff. <laughs> I, I realise people that are into either of those, they're going to be furious by the way I'm describing <laughs> them. Uh, and then I was going to like tie it all together about how, you know, sure, who knows, we all die in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but That's then beautiful. that does not Poignant. a comedy show make. <laughs> so, uh, like, I've got about an hour and a, about hour and ten minutes of it now, which I need to cut down to about 45 minutes, and then I need to write another half an hour, I'd say. Right. And uh, I at the moment, it's all about science. Not not specifically, but it just relates to those topics and about okay. my other half as a scientist, so about living with a scientist. And so it's about about living with a science. Yeah, it's scientist. my it's it's my standard standard fare, but with le- with leaning, I think, towards science. Now that could all not be in the final edit, but that's where it is at the moment. I've yeah. done it a few times. Yeah, I did it in Collins. No, no, as I say it properly. Collins. Well, I, I, I call it Cocklins all the time as well. And then you get down there and they very vehemently say back to you, it's Collins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Is that a Munster pronunciation of the GH it or mu- what? It must be, yeah. Does it, does it, if, if you're listening, there's a, there's a comedy club in Cork called Collins. Yep. Sorry, lads. Don't or Cocklins. Cocklins or Collins. But it is, it's the best comedy room in the country. Mm. Uh, and I did it. I filmed it there uh, just because it's the last show and I won't be doing it again for another couple of months. Right. So I filmed it and... Uh, I had a ball. Like I, I really like the new show. Yeah. The only way that sometimes doesn't happen. Yes, I do. Sometimes, like my <laughs> last show, what was it the last Home one? Truths? Yeah, I didn't like that at the start. Right. I, I, you know, at the start, I was just like, I don't think this is as good as the last one. But then. It, then, like after a couple of weeks of running, you're like, "Oh no, I love it! It's, it's much better." Yeah, and it's probably like the natural, as they call, like fruit-like cycle of it. Like you know that it's not ripe yet, and then it becomes yeah, ripe, yeah. It's a sweet spot, and then it starts rotting. You know, like it's this kind of- one is. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a very good analogy it's Lucy K it's Lucy K I can't oh, take is it, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well yeah I like it I actually I'm at a point now where I think it, I think it is a really funny show like I, yeah. I kind of I really enjoy doing it and I, it doesn't feel 
uh, you know, to start sometimes a show is kind of painful to do. You're like, oh, where am I? Oh, this doesn't link her. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I haven't had any of that. Yeah. Now, I could come back to it in three months and it's absolute dog shit. Dog but shit. listen, if you buy a ticket, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to bring it out. So it's going to go on tour starting. Are you going to do a spring tour and then an autumn tour? Uh, I'm doing a few spring dates. I'm not, it's not, that's not a full wallop. Right. It's about maybe five or six. Okay. Uh, and then a, a big run of them then in the autumn. Right. Um, which, yeah, which would be good fun. Amazing. Yeah. Any hot spots you're looking forward to doing in particular? Obviously, Collins. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, I really like Higgin and Cork. I love, um, where else? It's always, I always like the odd ones. So, uh, I did, I did a show on my own actually last year, one or two of them, where I did it in two halves. In Galway? I did in Galway, yes. Yeah, and I yeah. really enjoyed that. What's this what's the room there different. like in the town hall, was it? Yeah, Town Hall Theatre is lovely. They have a studio room, is it? Yeah, I haven't studio. seen that one. It's really, really nice. It okay. was the first time I I'd played that place so many times and I'd never been up in the studio room and it was lovely. Um Yeah, I like I like Carlo as well. Like I, okay, I like all right. the like that that's a really cool one. Um It's the ones that are different. Yeah. You, you know yourself, you know the ones that you you don't expect them to be good and then it ends up being like I gig Clamel recently I just had great crack that the people were brilliant yeah well, the even, even it's the ones that like the, like it's usually a good show yes but sometimes the ones that where you know there's been a problem nobody put posters up so there's only yeah. half the people you expect or sometimes yeah, the weir- yeah. those weird ones yeah yeah they're the ones that stick out for me because they're always the ones where you, you feel like oh this is going to be a disaster and then yeah. it's lovely yeah yeah Because and it, it, it's always lovely because they bought tickets to you so it's yeah, that's true. They're, they're, they're up they for it. are up for it. Like yeah. they signed the contract. Um, but yeah, I love it. Like I miss this show. Well, yeah, home truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was I really great. Liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, and we got to tour together on it as well, and that was like that was good crack. That was a mo- it was great crack. I can't believe you posting those bloody photos of that. That was a year ago. It felt like I know. Yeah, a month or two. You ago. See, I split that up as well. <clears throat> yeah, that's what uh, that's I really split that up. I did a few different runs. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know how. Like, I can't believe it was two years ago, actually, that I had that show in Edinburgh. Okay. Yeah, shit. so. Right. And Fascinated, your podcast is going great as well. You just did a, a live. Yeah, I just uh, did a recording live. Recording of it with Neve Kavanagh. <laughs> what? No, she wasn't why me. What was her one again? In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. That was, that was great crack. You see, I've, I'm friends with her since. Oh, are you? Since before your uh, vision time? Since. Yeah, I was a kid. Oh my God, and, I didn't um, know that. So she's yeah, from we, your neck of the woods? Yeah, yeah. Right, she's, okay. Neve lived around Willow Park Grove. I had no idea. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm mates with her for years. So right. it's, a bit, it's a bit weird interviewing somebody that you're friends yeah, with. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're probably feeling that now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so weird. Oh, I, f- I find it really star. weird because, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was really good crack. She came, she did the song. I tried on her Eurovision jacket and got stuck on it. I saw that on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, it was great. I'm going to Amsterdam with her actually. Ah. Because she's gone over to do some Eurovision telly thing, I think. Right. So she's just going on a jolly to sing In Your Eyes. So yeah, she so said, trying a bit of crack. Yeah. Come over. I think I'm doing backing vocals. And are you going to, so you're, you're still push. you're still doing the podcast and you're thinking of possibly doing other bits and pieces with it or still going to be going into 2020 as well as your show? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do more live podcasts. Amazing. Yeah, which would be good crack. I Because there were some people that were up for doing the podcast festival, but the dates didn't work out. Right, right. Um, so I'd like to do more of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a few other irons in the fire. Yeah. 
you know, those irons that you put in the fire and then never take and out. the fire goes out. You realise you've left them. <laughs> <laughs> you realise you've left them and they've melted onto the logs. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on again as per usual, man. We've, ah, my um, pleasure. We've covered so much as per usual. Christmas, we're going to have, a, let's make a decision to have a happy Christmas this year. Yeah, we're totally having a happy Christmas. And have a, yeah, like the meditation, man. We're going to have you back on. <laughs> if you have any questions about transcendental meditation, send them in and ask our road how he's getting on. Well, no, well, cool. yeah, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I just, yeah, the course was really good. Though. All you know is your experience. That's all I know about it. Like your own experience of it, and it sounds like you're, you're fighting off the stress. No, like you're fucking Oprah. <laughs> Without the billions. At um, Instagram at Gerald Farley. Yes. And uh, Twitter the same. Yeah. Although I'm not really on Twitter that much. Would you go away out of that? Jesus. He's full of shit. He loves Twitter. No. You see, here's my thing about Twitter. Go on. It's a toilet. It is a toilet. It's a toilet. And the next you part of you get... into it. Yeah. You don't look at what comes back. Oh, very good. Very drops of in. God, Something comes great, back, just flush again. Literally like a toilet. Because I was just thinking of <laughs> all this like shit that's on there. But that is brilliant. That literally like a toilet. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful, the amazing, Gerald <laughs> Farrelly. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.